the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, we're going to talk with Matt Mayer of Opportunity Ohio at the top of the hour. We normally talk to Matt on Thursday. We're going to talk to Matt today because I didn't want to wait until Thursday to get his view of what transpired yesterday with Donald Trump, the political impact of that. And he'll have some things to say about Ohio jobs, as that is one of Matt's main specialties uh, in his capacity as director of OpportunityOhio.org. Matt and I, you know, chat before he goes on the air about what we're going to talk about. But We'll have Matt at noon today. Uh, so I'm going to table the Trump stuff until we get back into it with Matt at the top of the hour. Uh, I will say one more thing Trump related. The other day uh, in my opening monologue, was it a monologue, Alan, or was it a rant? Uh, let's call it a rant. Okay. So it was a rant. And I was railing against the fact that you have to be as invested According to some uh, conservatives out there, you cannot voice any desire to hear from other candidates except Donald Trump. You are your loyalty is the same blind loyalty uh, as the uh, LGBTQ people require of you on transgenderism. You can't say, well, I mean, it sounds kind of whack to me that a guy can, you know, have a period or a guy can get pregnant or whatever. The same degree of loyalty. And you know I rail against the whole LGBTQ nonsense because it's utter lunacy and, and, and demonstrable evil. In the course of that rant, I said something that apparently you uh, people, some of you, have apprised Mike Gallagher of that I was attacking Mike Gallagher on the air. I wasn't attacking Mike Gallagher on the air. I was attacking what I thought was an unbecoming attempt to personally profit off Trump's indictment which was the selling of T-shirts that say Free Trump on Mike Gallagher's website. Now, I can't read Mike's mind. I had no way of knowing at the time that that was apparently an initiative required of Mike. So Mike has apprised station management that he's doing that under orders from his superiors, which I fully understand. But then he said that the all the proceeds of the T-shirt will go not to charity, but to the Trump campaign. To the Trump campaign, which I think is worse, okay? Or as bad as personally profiting from it. Maybe not as bad, but I think is still not ideal. Still not ideal. Because it's still silencing other Republican contenders by advantaging one contender by selling merchandise that apparently are going to kick to his campaign. Just my personal opinion. Now, I move on. I've said before, I could start a segment on this show called Today in Evil. We are in the Easter season, okay? The uh, most um, sad, 
and yet joyful time on the Christian calendar because we have to contemplate our own sin that put Jesus Christ on the cross, and then three days later, we are overwhelmed with the magnitude of that sacrifice to cleanse us of our sin and to make us acceptable in God's eyes. Um, I am not an expert on uh, the Jewish faith, but because I, of course, have read through and studied the Old Testament in the course of being a practicing Christian, I have some degree of familiarity with uh, Passover. Okay, so today's headline in the dispatch caught my eye. And the headline says, This Passover, these Ohio rabbis want to talk about abortion rights. Hmm. Well, that caught my eye because I find it incongruent for any person of faith to be pro-abortion because abortion is murder. Okay? In fact, I believe that among the myriad laws outlined in the Old Testament is the death penalty for someone who kills an expectant mother. I believe I'm correct on that. If I'm wrong, let me know, um, Jewish believers or Jewish people of the Jewish faith. So the story in the dispatch today cites an array of Jewish rabbis who have, uh, well, I'll just read it to you. Why is tonight different from all other nights? Children ritually ask adults during the first nights of Passover, the Jewish holiday that begins today and lasts for a week. The question is asked during seders, which are special dinners on the first two nights of Passover, that elicits a retelling of the story of Moses, who led his people out of slavery in Egypt in biblical times, according to the Torah. Yes, according to the book of Exodus in the Bible. This year, reading from the dispatch story, one Jewish group, one Ohio Jewish group, has an additional answer to that question. Why is tonight different from all their nights? And then there's a quote from... Well, it's from a Seder insert designed by the Reproductive Freedom Campaign of the Ohio Religious Action Center for Reform Judaism. Oh, boy. And here's what it says. During the Passover, our freedom is different. It has fundamentally changed since the overturning of Roe versus Wade and the threats of a full-blown abortion ban in Ohio. Yes, there are people purporting to authentically represent the Jewish faith at Passover and equate a ban on abortion in Ohio to the slavery under which the Israelites existed in Egypt at the time of the Passover, which was the final plague brought by God upon the Egyptians for enslaving the Israelites. Um, I would welcome a call from any of the people in this story, any of the rabbis, Lindsay Danziger or uh, Mary Lynn Lynn Cove or any of you other heretics who would like to explain to me <laughs> how Passover 
which was literally putting the blood of a sacrificed lamb on your doorposts and lentils so the angel of death would pass over the captives' homes and would not kill the firstborn of an Israelite family, but yet caused the death of the firstborn of Egyptian families on that original Passover night. I would like for you to explain to me how the murdering of children in the womb, which is abortion, you are equating to your ancestors being spared death. See, if you are equating the death of a child in the womb to the angel of death passing over your home or the home of your ancestors, I find that to be, well, I could come up with a whole host of adjectives. First of all, uh, wrong-headed, demonic, satanic, stupid, incorrect, and heretical. This is further proof that Satan has infiltrated and taken over many, many religious faiths and many churches. It's not exclusive, not exclusive to Jewish synagogues, not exclusive to evangelical churches, not exclusive to churches of all faiths. He has, Satan has, infiltrated many faiths, many churches. Not all, except Islam in uh, some faiths. But I'm just saying, this is amazing to me that the religion reporter Peter Gill of the Dispatch did not make the obvious connection between how ridiculous this is. So we are hearing some more details from the police in Nashville who uh, were uh, quickly on the scene uh, when the um, woman mentally ill woman who apparently believed uh, they were a man uh, came in and shot six people, three nine-year-olds and three adults. And uh, in hour number two, I'll have some audio from those officers, uh, but we're getting some details. We don't have the manifesto yet, uh, but we have uh, some of the details on what police have recovered. Uh, Dozens of items from firearms to health care cards, uh, 47 items, including 20 journals, um, Audrey Hale's suicide note, other notes written by her, two memoirs, five Covenant School yearbooks, five laptops, and seven cell phones. Seven cell phones. Holy cow. Um, one of the uh, items described by in the police... Um, recounting of what they seized uh, says three folders containing nine journals dealing with the topic of and I quote school shootings and firearms courses 
the police that day said it was a targeted attack. But the other target, a mall, um, it is believed that Audrey Hale did not begin uh, her shooting rampage at the mall because it had too much visible security. This is an argument, of course, for visible security in schools. Uh, She shot her way into the school, that you know, uh, killed janitor Mike Hill very shortly after entering the school. I'm amazed at this number. The study of the two rifles and a handgun with which Audrey Hale carried out her murderous rampage shows that she fired 152 bullets in 14 minutes. 152 bullets in 14 minutes. I must um, thank you, Lord, that, and I don't mean this that that's not a significant loss of life. It is a significant loss of life, but 152 bullets and 14 minutes to have only six victims, I believe, is the protective hand of God. I, I, I don't understand how that can only result in the death of six people. Um, I am told she fired on officers when they arrived. So she was firing out of a window above. Uh, but I have no other information on this. And I would assume we're going to get at some point in time a uh, detailed accounting of uh, how this crime took place. And we already know why it took place. It took place because the shooter's mentally ill. You have to be evil to kill innocent people who you likely do not know. I can't read your note, Alan. Sorry. Can't read it. I thought, thought it was a he. Uh, no, it's not a he. It's a she. And I will intentionally say it's a she because we traffic in the truth here. Now, uh, we've been told that uh, the transgender uh, ideology does not make people violent. Uh, it, to me, uh, demonstrates that they are uh, psychologically compromised. Uh, this was never more apparent than last night uh, when Matt Walsh of The Daily Wire uh, had this interaction with a uh, man thoroughly convinced he is a woman and uh, listen to why this man is under the delusion, the confirmation that he is a woman. You've asserted that no one would ever see me as a woman, that... Nobody would ever see or could see a transgender person as a woman. And yet, I have dozens of friends from diverse backgrounds, women from the reservation, a woman from Japan, uh, several immigrant women. I have my coworkers, I have my boss, my VP, my CEO, all respecting me as a woman, uh, my family, my long-term friends who are actually here with me. Uh, all of these people assure me, like, I'm a woman. They'll tell me, girl, like, there is no way you are a man. They why see you, me as a woman. Why? So the question, okay. how can you assert that nobody would ever see me as a woman when my material experience tells me you're wrong? Okay. It's interesting that that's the part of my talk you chose to ask a question about, because that's not in my talk at all. Um, I don't believe I said that no one would ever see you as a woman. I mean, it's possible, I suppose, that you could 
fool someone. Now, you brought this up, so I have to tell you that I, you brought this up. You've, you've put your identity on the table for conversation. And so I'm going to say you, you wouldn't fool me at all. I mean, I see a man 100%. Um, and I think that most people would. Now, the, the, fact, the fact that you have people in your life who are saying to you, oh, you're totally a woman, it's exactly what I'm talking about. No one in my life has ever once said to me, you're totally a man, Matt. You know, if, my, if, 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 if a friend of mine called me on the phone and said, listen, Matt, I want you to know you're really a man, I would think that there was something wrong with him. I would say, why are you saying that at all? It doesn't make any sense. So the fact that this is a conversation to begin with tells me it only, it only proves the point that I'm trying to make, that, the, that your identity, even in your own mind, is up for is something that you need to be assured of. And that is at the heart of the insatiable need of the transgender community for what? Affirmation. They live, they exist on affirmation, like you and I exist on air and water. They have to have affirmation. They don't have to have a majority of people affirm them. They have to have everyone affirm them. And that is largely the same in the LGBTQ movement. I have never needed the affirmation of anyone to affirm my heterosexuality because it is normal, because it is inborn, okay? But the people who are homosexual, lesbian, if you don't agree, and it wouldn't phase me at all if someone came up to me and said, you know, I, uh, I totally disagree with your heterosexuality, Bruce. I'd be like, okay. I'd find it a weird objection, but it would mean nothing to me. It would not change. It would not compromise my belief that I am heterosexual and that I was born to be heterosexual. But that same viewpoint is not at all existent among those who are homosexual or lesbian. They are deeply, deeply offended if you don't affirm them in their delusion that they were born this way or that they have a gene that makes them this way, which has, by the way, never been discovered ever. Okay? So, Alan, do I have time to play the final cut from this where Matt Walsh gets to the crux of the issue? No, I don't. Okay. Anyway, Matt Walsh asks the person, other than people's affirmation, just broadly, what is a woman? And the person, of course, cannot define woman without using the word woman, which is a circular definition, which is a nonsensical definition, which is a lunatic's definition, which is not a definition at all. So you got to pray for Matt Walsh's safety because he's under definite threat. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.